0: From Adventist World Radio in Pune.
1: A warm welcome to you as you join us.
0: This is our international English service.
1: In our program today we have music coming to you from family reunion concert singers, Benji Koshi and Heritage Singers.
0: A nature study on reflections.
1: Thought for the day is taken from God's word. Focusing our mind on the topic, the precious things of God. I am Sharad.
0: And I'm Maureen.
1: And you are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope.
0: Let's start our program with a song entitled, "Redeem."
2: Redeemed how I love to
3: proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lord.
1: You've been listening to a song by family reunion concert singers on Adventist World Radio.
0: And now, a nature study will be brought to you by Deepa on reflections.
4: Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son nor thy daughter. Thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and holied it. Exodus twenty eight to 11 Reflections in nature are so beautiful. I enjoy going out beside a beautiful lake and just sitting there and watching the beautiful reflections. As I notice the beautiful mountains or trees or grass or wildlife in the reflections of the lake, it naturally makes me think of a mirror and that helps me to remember many things. As a stranger, I used to go up to Yosemite National Park with my parents. We enjoyed camping, so we went often. Several times during our camping trip, I would hike up to Mirror Lake to see if I could see famous half-dome mirrored in the lake as well as some of the other rock formations. I would hope for a smooth lake and many times got what I had hoped for. The reflection reminded me of the rock Jesus. When I would remember what he said in many places in the Bible, I would reflect on his word. The only commandment where he said to remember, to reflect back on his creation and what he had done was a fourth commandment. Jesus said to reflect back, to remember what had been done on that day and what was not to be done on that day. It is difficult for a Christian to look at a reflection of some object of nature and not think of God's creation. I enjoy going to one of our youth camps. From a seat on a bench in the campfire bowl, I can sit and watch the sun go down and reflect on God's love. He wants to keep our lives alight with His word and love until Jesus comes. Ask God this morning to continually allow you to reflect back on what He has done for you.
1: Thank you Deepa for being with us on AWR.
4: You are listening to the Voice of
0: Hope from Pune, India.
1: Stay tuned for a song by Benji Koshi Shine On Me
3: Through the Deep and Darkest Night. i mm-hmm.
0: Short break to give you our address.
1: You are listening to the Voice of Hope from Pune, India. For further details on our program, you could contact us on
0: Adventist World Radio, post box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India.
1: Before you hear God's word, here's a song by heritage singers Under His Wings.
3: Precious enjoyment. There will I hide till life's trials are over. sheltered, protected? No evil can harm me. Resting in Jesus, I'm safe.
0: Bible theme today is The Precious Things of God and Pastor Frederick Paul will present this message.
5: Of all the precious things our Heavenly Father has given to mankind, none can be compared to His gift of Jesus Christ. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus is the only way of salvation. There is no other. There will never be any other. No other is needed. He completely saves and satisfies all the measure of His love. Who can fathom it? We stand in awe as we behold what manner of love that he should set his heart on a degenerate, disobedient, rebellious, ungrateful person, as I, as you, and by his transforming power of love seek to make us sons of God, is a mystery we shall contemplate through eternity. There is a story which is told about a woman who was found unconscious on the steps of a jail. She was rushed to the hospital. The doctors examined her and said she was dying of malnutrition. For weeks, every possible attempt was made to save her life, but in vain. One day, the doctors stood talking quietly at her bedside. They thought she was asleep, but she wasn't. She heard them say that she couldn't live. "'When they went away, she called the nurse to her and asked, "'Nurse, I heard what the doctor said. "'Is it true? Am I going to die?' "'The nurse bowed her head and said, "'Yes, sister. I'm sorry, but that's true. "'Nurse, what did you do with that small bundle "'that I had when they brought me here? "'It is right there on the bottom shelf of your table. "'Please get it for me.' "'The woman opened the bundle. "'Inside were some pieces of clothing under buckskin shoe.' In the shoe was a lock of curly blonde hair and a small snapshot. The woman unrolled the snapshot, straightened it out, looked at it a long while, then brought it to her lips and kissed it. Nurse, she said, I want to tell you how I came here. I have a boy. He is 22 years old now. Four years ago, he was working for a bank in Boston. He stole some money and disappeared. The bank sent detectives to arrest him, and they came to my home. That was the first I knew, that my boy was a fugitive from justice. I sold my home, furniture and silverware. I turned in my insurance. I took every penny I could raise and paid it full the money he had stolen. The bank dropped the case. I advertised for my boy. I wrote to every place I thought he could possibly be. There was no answer. Then in despair, I left my home and started searching for him. I have been going up and down the land for three years. I go to jails, hospitals, hotels, and rooming houses, and ask for my boy. When my money gives out, I work a while and then go on. Now I can't go on any more. You tell me I'm going to die. Nurse, I know you are busy.' And it is an imposition to bother you with this, but I want you to take this lock of hair and this photograph, and if you ever meet my boy, tell him how I died. Tell him that with her last breath, his mother said she loved him. Listener. It was Christ who made it possible for mothers to love like that. Yet His love is infinitely greater. Our mothers may forsake us, but His love is unchanging. Having loved His own, He loved them unto their end. Angels must have marveled at the complete abandonment of self. When they saw the working out of the mystery of godliness, God manifested in the flesh— ye know the grace of our lord jesus christ that though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor that he through his poverty might be rich second corinthians 8 9 how could he do it he loved you he so loved you is the answer he so loved me to this precious savior there are no impossible cases wherefore He is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto him by God. Hebrews 7.25 The chief of sinners has proved his word true. He has transformed wild, sin-scarred lives, made them white as snow, and wondrously used them for his glory. He took Saul, the murderer the pharisaical by god and made him into a mighty apostle he took augustine a libertine and rake and transformed him into a great theologian and dynamic spiritual leader he took john bunyan the drunken cursing tinker of bedford and made him the author of the pilgrim's progress he took george Muller, a profligate youth guilty of gross immoralities and made him a great example of what can be accomplished for God and man through faith. Jesus is precious to men and women deep in the mire of sin who would like to be free from their bondage. He whispers hope to them. He breaks the power of inbred, uncultivated sins. He gently ministers to broken lives and fans the fading sparks of hope. Isaiah 42, 3. A bruised reed shall he not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. How persistent is his ministry! How strong is his compassion? How many souls chained by sin have cried out in the language of Samuel Hadley of Newark? I was bad and I wanted to be good. I wanted to be honest, but I was crooked. I wanted to pray, but I was always cursing. I wanted to be truthful, but I was a liar. I wanted to be sober, but I couldn't stay on the water wagon. And I said, what am I to do? My ideals are all all right. But I can't reach them. What must I do to be saved? There are false philosophies which seek to answer this human cry for help, but only deepen men's despair. One says, Do your best and you will be saved. Another, Sin has no reality. You got nothing to be saved from. So don't worry. But sin is real and deadly. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, The wages of sin is death. Jesus is the only true answer to the sin problem. When the sinner cries, Jesus, I'm a drunkard, can you make me sober? I'm unclean, can you make me pure? I'm profane, can you help me to pray? I'm lost, can you save me? Jesus answers, I can save to the uttermost. He saved Sam Hadley and made him a mighty apostle to the outskirts of Skid Row. Listeners... Would you be free from the burden of your sin? Then come to the precious Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross of Calvary, shed his precious blood for you, confess to him your lost, undone condition, claim his promises, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, First John chapter one and verse nine. He will abundantly pardon. Let's read Isaiah chapter fifty three, verses four through twelve. Surely he hath borne our graves and carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. The Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. He hath poured out his soul unto death and he was numbered with the transgressors and he bared the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Not only will he freely and completely forgive every person but if permitted he will possess your life with his own presence and gain for you constant victory. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Jude 24. How precious is Jesus to the sorrowing! He was anointed to comfort all that mourn. Isaiah 61 2. Millions have heard him say, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. They have come to him, and they have found sympathy, grace, and healing for their breaking hearts. Nothing speaks louder of his compassion with mankind than his sorrow and tears at the graveside of Lazarus. John chapter 11 says the story. In Jesus... We have an understanding saviour, and a sympathising friend, one who is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He tasted our sorrows. He drank the cup of bitterness. He experienced weariness and disappointment. He knew what it meant to have. His hopes blasted. How keenly he suffered when he came unto his own, and his own received him not, like rain. The tears of grief rolled down his cheek as he cried, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings and ye would not. Matthew twenty-three thirty-seven. Yes, as you are listening to this program right now, This precious Jesus can help you in your time of need. He wants to be your personal Savior. Won't you accept Him now? If you do, He will prove to be As another has so beautifully said, the answer to all our doubts, the spring of all our courage, the earnestness of all our hopes, the charm omnipotent against all our foes, the remedy for all our weakness, the supply for all our wants, the fullness of all our desires, our Lord Jesus Christ, our righteousness, our sanctification, our redemption, our elder brother, our blessed Lord. And Redeemer Won't you accept him right now As you begin this year May God be with you And bless you With his sweet holy presence Amen Thank
1: you Pastor Frederick Paul For sharing God's word
0: You are listening to the Voice of Hope From Pune, India
1: We trust that you are enjoying our program
0: The Bible says He who promised is faithful Hebrews 10.23
1: Yes friends Throughout the ages, our God has been trusted millions upon million times, and He has never been proven untrustworthy. So let's trust Him today and add our personal testimony to that of countless host of fellow believers who have found that our promise keeping God is unfailingly faithful.
0: With this, we have come to the end of our program. But for those of you who want to learn more on God's Word, you're welcome to write to us on
1: Adventist World Radio, post box number 17, Pune 411 Maharashtra, India.
0: That's Adventist World Radio, post box number 17, Pune 411 001 Maharashtra, India
1: You could also email us on amc3 at vsnl.com
0: That's amc3 at vsnl.com I'm Maureen
1: And I'm Sharad signing out from Adventist World Radio
0: Do join us again along with your family and friends
1: Until then, we wish you goodbye and God bless you